The Great Pretenders, Part 1. Hollywood's carbon tax is exposed. As the long-overdue summer of 2021, Time's Up Reckoning continues, with CEO Tina Chen deservedly following the embattled organization's board chair, Roberta Kaplan, down resignation lane. I'd like to start off my very first Me Too Confidential Substack newsletter with something I wrote over two and a half years ago. The Great Pretenders The entertainment industry's award season has arrived in earnest, and the January 6th Golden Globes brought up some concerns I've had since last year's telecast. The first is that Hollywood hates Me Too and the pretty pony it rode in on. The second is that Time's Up was, and is, Hollywood's attempt to create its own social justice hashtag phenomenon, once again coming from its own ranks, but this time a viral movement the industry can both take credit for, and more importantly, control entirely by limiting its focus. It must be said, Time's Up accomplishes great things connecting victims of workplace sexual misconduct with legal representation around the country. But that's really the point of Time's Up, the the around-the-country part, meaning far from Hollywood, where Time's Up was founded with entertainment industry money by entertainment industry lawyers. Think of Time's Up as Hollywood's carbon tax. Do undeniably good works in Kentucky and Louisiana to garner goodwill from women's groups and the public in order to deflect scrutiny from its own industry, where historically rampant workplace sexual misconduct ignited the Me Too revolution in 2017. It's my opinion that Time's Up represents a small, optically correct, self-serving pseudo-step in the right direction that puts many sincere and committed women in a position of being used by the prevailing powers of their various industries to appropriate the energy and hunger for change that gave birth to and drives the Me Too movement. How else do you explain the Golden Globes telecast? How do you explain an industry that has, over and over again, down through the decades, memorialized most every conscience-wrenching moment in the history of our nation's onward march towards a more civil and just society, choosing to forgo any mention at all of Me Too, what the Los Angeles Times called the most significant social justice movement in modern history? How do you explain a global phenomenon exploding off the Twitter account of one of Hollywood's own, actress Alyssa Milano, taking the world into what has been referred to as the Me Too era, and then juxtapose that with a person who triggered it all sitting quietly in the ballroom of the Beverly Hilton, given not a moment nor a mention on stage, her contribution to the forward progress of the entire species, as well as her presence in the industry she has worked in her entire life, all completely and abjectly ignored. Alyssa Milano has advocated for the Equal Rights Amendment in the halls of Congress and made her activist presence known by placing herself before cameras on a host of bedrock liberal issues, from animal rights to gun control reform to more humane treatment of migrants at the border, as well as being a leading voice in the pushback against any perceived encroachment on the public's right to vote. She speaks out daily from her Twitter account and in public appearances and has been recognized for her efforts by being honored by organizations such as the ACLU and GLAAD. 
A brief bio accompanying her recent op-ed in the Washington Post states that Ms. Milano is the, quote, founder of No RA, focused on counteracting the influence of the gun lobby in the American political system. But it was Me Too that placed the former child star in the pages of Time magazine, along with the other famous faces who came forward before, during, and after the Harvey Weinstein scandal broke in October of 2017. And it was Miss Milano's tweeting of the idea that brought her, along with victim's advocate Tarana Burke, to their present status as social justice icons at the forefront of a movement, the impact of which will continue to grip the public conversation around sexual misconduct for years to come. If Hollywood truly embraced Me Too, and what it represents in terms of progress for victims of sexual misconduct in workplaces everywhere, and the effort to curtail a future wherein countless more victims will face the same abhorrent behaviors in pursuit of careers in its own industry, then one year out, that industry would have certainly, at the very least, found time in a three-hour telecast to mention the person whose tweet and celebrity activism set off Me Too. At best, we might have seen an appropriately emotional and uplifting video montage highlighting the social justice sea change the Me Too hashtag movement had brought worldwide and the role the now unstoppable member of its own acting activist community played in using the celebrity Hollywood afforded her to help make it all happen. But underestimating the willingness and the power of Hollywood to influence and control the Me Too narrative and thus defend itself against the corrective efforts of something born from a desire to curtail sexual abuse in its own workplace is to overlook the greatest threat to Me Too that it will likely ever face. The massive entertainment and media empire the hashtag phenomenon helped bring to a reckoning can easily absorb the principal voices of the movement and by doing so control both its focus and its targets. So instead of any mention of Me Too at the Golden Globes, what we saw were Time's Up pins. And Alyssa Milano would be afforded only one brief instant on television as the camera cut to her sitting docile and unbothered in the audience, seemingly happy just to have been invited. From the moment I first heard the words, Time's Up, on the stage at last year's Golden Globe ceremony, I found the timing dubious and the wording and focus of the movement to be suspect. That something might be offered up as an alternative to Me Too, however, and so quickly after the hashtag phenomenon's explosion into a global conversation around sexual misconduct in Hollywood was not a surprise to me at all. Hollywood had no control over Me Too, and Me Too was wreaking havoc on Hollywood. What the industry needed, above all, at that precise moment, was a catchy hashtag movement of its own, but one that was subject to its own influence. Hollywood has always been in the business of cultural appropriation. From political movements to the most important American roots music to teen trends in everything from dancing and new waves in street style, Hollywood's creativity in turning such culturally important moments into massive profits is unprecedented in the annals of American business. After Me Too exploded in October of 2017, the rapidly approaching awards show season, beginning with the Golden Globes on January 6th, 
was Hollywood's best chance to quickly rehabilitate its reputation with the public. They took the opportunity that very early January telecast afforded them and made damage control gold from it. It was a brilliant scheme. The imagery was perfect, and no entity in recorded human history is better at creating an image and selling it to the public than Hollywood. I know now that I wasn't alone in cringing every time I heard Time's Up during that telecast. Maybe it was because I'd been anticipating that Hollywood would try to somehow offset me to by finding a way to appropriate the public call for change the hashtag Phenom had triggered. But I couldn't have dreamed up anything as diabolically brilliant as Time's Up. In one fell swoop, Hollywood created a viral hashtag movement of its own, but one with which it could obscure its true motives beneath the subterfuge of also having established an organization of women lawyers who truly did good works on behalf of powerless sexual misconduct victims badly in need of legal representation. Of course, we now know that's not all Time's Up was doing. And, as it turns out, you really can only fool some of the people some of the time. And you can only undermine the efforts of women to seek redress against sexual misconduct in their workplaces for so long before the patterns become clear and those very women would begin to expose the darker purposes of Time's Up. So Hollywood won great favor with women's and victim advocacy groups for Time's Up helping those in places far from Hollywood or anywhere else the most powerful abusers in America lurk. On that end, they certainly kept up the payments on their carbon tax. But what would they be getting away with in return? What toxic behaviors by powerful men would be covered up and permitted to go on damaging the lives of women? What did Time's Up not want anyone to see? How would the dirty end of the carbon tax deal play out in the real lives of women who'd experienced sexual misconduct in entertainment industry workplaces or in the vast political ecosystems that we now know would be near and dear to the hearts of those behind Time's Up and the organization of entertainment industry lawyers and Democratic Party operatives who are making the decisions at Time's Up now and the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund? Well, we're hearing what all that looked like in the stories coming now from many sources. Most famously, Enough is Enough, an open letter from survivors to Time's Up and National Women's Law Center by Allison Turcos, calling out Time's Up for its many failings. The letter was co-signed by nearly 150 survivors, including 17 obviously exasperated current and former Time's Up clients and staffers. The letter opens with the charge that Time's Up has abandoned those it was supposed to be helping, saying the organization instead has been, quote, working with our abusers in the shadows. Of course it has. The letter goes on. There is a consistent pattern of behavior where the decision makers at Time's Up continue to align themselves with abusers at the expense of survivors. Time's Up should be ashamed. Later, the otherwise brilliant and brave letter makes this assertion. Quote, Time's Up and the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund were founded and funded to be visionary organizations meant to provide three-dimensional support to victims and survivors as we navigate the legal system and the public eye. 
Time's Up and Time's Up Legal Defense Fund were built to advocate for those who make the bold decision to hold our abusers accountable. I'm sorry, Ms. Turcos, but that's not true. It's my most firm belief that Time's Up was founded for the reasons laid out in the piece by me here in 2021, and as I've shown, my suspicions about the organizations go back as far as the moment I first heard those two words on the 2018 Golden Globe stage. I'm certainly not the only one who believes these things about the nefarious intent that inspired the creation of Time's Up, and I don't believe Time's Up has lost its way. What I do believe is that thanks to you and the many women who are bravely standing up now telling of their experiences trying to find support and justice through Time's Up, the duplicitous scam this organization always was is finally being exposed for what it is. The first direct and damaging hit landed by the press on Time's Up came back in April in a Daily Beast piece by Emily Sugarman, an article that opened the Pandora's box of what was actually going on at the organization. Now former Time's Up CEO Tina Chen is quoted above the body of the article by a source as admitting in a staff meeting, quote, we have always been an organization of wealthy and powerful people. That is what Time's Up is, end quote. Well, what does that look like, Tina? We might all have been wondering before we even began reading the piece. Sugarman does not waste our time, describing Chen herself as having conducted a whisper campaign against the documentary film On the Record, the detailed sexual assaults perpetrated by hip-hop and fashion mogul Russell Simmons. Chen is said to have told staffers that the producers of the film were, quote, not good people. But Chen might have hastened her own departure from the Time's Up stage when she shared that sentiment with one of the absolutely last individuals on earth she should have, Drew Dixon, the music producer whose experiences with Simmons function as the documentary's main storyline. Tina Chen said to me on the phone the night Oprah backed out of the film, the filmmakers are bad people. And when I disagreed with her, she said, you have to trust me on this, Dixon said. She implied that Time's Up would support me as a survivor, but only if I backed away from the film. The article adds the following note. Dixon spoke to the Daily Beast on the record, but later asked for her name to be withheld after a founding member of Time's Up sent an email lashing out at her for participating in this story. Make no mistake, the forced resignations of CEO Tina Chen and board chair Roberta Kaplan from their leadership positions at Time's Up are a great victory for women everywhere and survivors of sexual misconduct in particular. That it was a collective, unified expression by survivors saying enough is enough that ultimately drove both Chen and Kaplan out is a graphic demonstration of the true power that exists when large numbers of women or anyone else speaking as one demand better from an organization that is supposed to be operating on their behalf. This victory belongs to those women who rose up and demanded accountability and that there should be serious consequences for those responsible for their betrayal at Time's Up. But if anyone believes that the intrinsic nature of what Time's Up is, and the fundamental reasons it was founded, 
are things that have or can be changed by simply replacing its current leadership, I would caution that such an outcome is extremely unlikely. What is much more likely, in my opinion, is that those who continue to place their faith in Time's Up will inevitably find themselves right back where they were just a few days ago with this organization, facing the same crushing disappointments as it continues to undermine survivors, seeking support and justice by way of its promised assistance. Because I don't believe that Time's Up was created for the purpose of doing what it purports itself to have been created to do. In fact, I believe the opposite. I believe that Time's Up was created as a diversion from the infinitely more potent Me Too movement, that its true purpose was to dazzle and distract the public and women's rights advocates' attentions alike, away from Me Too by accomplishing truly good works far from its bases of power for women who badly needed the legal help Time's Up could provide them. But all while acting, as one survivor put it, as a spider's web to attract and capture and ultimately frustrate others who turn to the organization seeking support and justice after facing abuse at the hands of the powerful and well-connected. Last Saturday night, on Twitter, peddling her latest piece on the troubles of Time's Up, New York Times reporter Jody Cantor, who won a Pulitzer exposing Harvey Weinstein, the rapist whose decades-long reign of terror in Hollywood was ended by the women he'd assaulted speaking out to Cantor and her partner Megan Toohey, got her own reputation entangled in Time's Up's problems, partly for when she used a superlative to describe a statement by Time's Up co-founder Shonda Rhimes regarding her organization's current troubles. Cantor called Rhimes's comment one of the most forceful quotes she's ever published in her career as a journalist. That tweet and the glossing over tone of the article itself angered many on Twitter. So I'd like to end my first piece here on Me Too Confidential with a superlative statement of my own for Ms. Cantor. From the moment it was conceived of in some industry law firm or top agency's executive suite to its disingenuous launching at the 2018 awards shows, right up until this very moment, there has never been a more deliberate betrayal of a social justice movement than what Time's Up perpetrated against the women in Hollywood, in politics, and doubtless elsewhere who tried to fight back against their powerful abusers by daring to come forward and simply say, Me too. This concludes the audio reading of my piece. Thank you for listening. For more content like this, please visit me too.substack.com